0: And welcome to today's episode of the FIFA World Cup show. And wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, Americas, Asia, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand, welcome to your most educative and informative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly philip alemo on this particular episode we'll be delving into the ukraine crisis and which sports have banned russian athletes on this episode i'll be providing a 1st hand information on how russia's invasion of ukraine has prompted the world's sporting bodies to consider how they treat athletes officials and competitions associated with the conflict so join me on this episode and i hope you will learn more from what is happening russia's invasion of ukraine has prompted the world's sporting bodies to consider how they treat athletes officials and competitions associated with the conflict the international olympic committee has called on sports federations to exclude Russian and Belarusian athletes, officials, and teams from international events wherever possible. On this program tonight, we outline what measures various sports have taken to date. In football, Russian football clubs and national teams have suspended have been suspended from all competitions by FIFA and UEFA. The Russian men's team will not play their World Cup playoff games in March and Spartak, Spartak, Moscow have been thrown out of the Europa League. And this is a joint statement UEFA and FIFA put together. Football is fully united here and in full solidarity with all the people affected in Ukraine, FIFA and UEFA said in a joint statement. Both presidents hope that the situation in Ukraine would improve significantly and rapidly so that football can again be a victor for unity and peace amongst people. This is what UEFA President Alexander Kafferin told ft business of football conference when he had the privilege of addressing the conference and he, he also went on to say it's impossible to say when Russia might be allowed back the european clubs association has also suspended its seven russian members which includes zenit st petersburg spartak moscow lokomotiv moscow CSKA Moscow, Gransta, Robin Kazan, and Rostov. Belarusian clubs and national teams will also play their home games in UEFA competitions at neutral venues with no spectators allowed to attend. In rugby, the World Rugby has suspended Russian and Belarus from all international rugby and cross-border rugby activities. And the Rugby Union of Russia has also had its membership suspended. The World Rugby ret- retreats its condemnation of Russia's aggression, invasion of Ukraine, and the facilitation of this action by Belarus, rugby's governing body indicated. The Global Rugby Family is united and standing in solidarity with everyone affected by these deeply disturbing events and joins the global community in calling for the restoration of peace. Rugby Europe, which runs the second year European Rugby Championship, has implemented World Rugby's decision, ending Russia's involvement in this year's tournament. International Rugby League and European rugby league also banned Russia from participating in any international rugby league competition until further notice. In tennis, the International Tennis Federation has suspended the Russian Tennis Federation and Belarus Tennis Federation from participating in ITF international team competition. However, Russian and Belarusian tennis players and continue to operate as individuals. Russian Daniel Medev has just become the new men's world number one, the first player other than Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal, Roger Fedra, and Andy Mori for 18 years. The ITF has also cancelled all ITF events taking place in Russia indefinitely and moved to reschedule an event that was due to take place in Ukraine in April. The Women's Tennis Association, WTA, and the Men's Tennis Association, ATP, have suspended their combined event due to take place in Moscow in October. The WTA and ATP added that whilst players from Russia and Belarus will still be allowed to compete, they will not do so under the name or flag of... Russia or Belarus. In Formula One, Formula One has terminated its contract with the Russian Grand Prix. September's race in Sochi had already been cancelled, and there will be no longer be a race in St. Petersburg, where it was due to move in 2023. Russian drivers have also been banned from competing in the UK by the National Motorsport Authority, Motorsport UK. The Motorsport UK's decision comes in the wake of the FIA, the International Governing Body, deciding to allow Russians to compete in events but ban teams from the country. Automobile Federation of Ukraine president had demanded that the FIA ban all Russian and Belarusian drivers from competing outside their own countries no flags symbols or national anthems of russia and belarus will be used in competitions until further notice nakita who drives for high a's is the sole russian driver in f1 summer olympic sports world athletics had already suspended russian athletics federation because of doping violations, although some Russian athletes were allowed to compete as neutralized, although some Russian athletes were allowed to compete as authorized neutral athletes in track and field at the Tokyo Olympics. In response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Athletic's governing body has now banned all athletes, support personnel and officials from Russia. And Belarus from participating in all World Athlete Series events for the foreseeable future with immediate effect. The cycling governing body UCI has banned Russian or Belarusian national athletes from taking part in any events on the UCI calendar and stripped UCI status from six teams from those countries, including the pro tour Gazprom team the uci said it would not consider any team applications or requests to host events from the two countries however cyclists from russia or belarus will still be allowed to compete as neutral competitors if they are registered to a team that is not from either country swimming governing body fina has taken away an award given to russian president vladimir putin in 2014 and until further notice no athlete or official from russia or belarus can participate in an event or represent their country they can only be accepted at events as neutral athletes putin has also been stripped of his honorary taekwondo black belt awarded to him by the world taekwondo in 2013, the sports governing body has banned the Russian flag and anthem at events, and no events will be staged in Russia. World Rowing Body has also banned Russian and Belarusian athletes and officials from its international competitions with immediate effect. Volleyball's world governing body, FIVB, has cancelled the men's world championship, which were due to be held in Russia in August and September. World Archery has voted to remove the Belarusian and Russian national flags and anthems from international tournaments. It says no future events will be awarded to either country and chose not to invite its. Russian board member Vladimir Vladimir Eshfe to the vote. The Badminton World Federation, BWF, has also suspended athletes from Russia or Belarus from competing in events and has cancelled competitions due to be staged in those countries. The International Boxing Association, IBA, says it will also consider rescheduling the Global Boxing Cup due to take place in Russia in June, while the International Basketball Federation has confirmed that Russian teams and officials will not be allowed to participate in FIBA basketball and 3x3 basketball competitions. The International KNU Federation will now hold talks About moving three events plan to take place in Russia this year. The International Equestrian Federation has suggested it will prohibit athletes from Russia and Belarus from participating in competitions if its full board can reach an agreement. The International Gymnastics Federation has banned the displaying of Russian and Belarusian flags while the International Judo Federation suspended Vladimir Putin as its honorary president and Russian Segei stepped down as vice president. In terms of the Winter Olympic sports, the International Paralympic Committee, IPC, has prevented athletes from Russia and Belarus competing at the 2022 Winter Paralympics in Beijing. The two countries were initially said to compete as neutrals, but the IPC reversed its decision in the wake of heavy criticism. The IPC president, Andrew Payson, said the situation in the athletes' Village had become untenable. The International Ski Federation has cancelled its remaining events in Russia and in response to the IOC's recommendation, ruled that no Russian or Belarusian athlete shall participate in any FIS competition at any level for the rest of 2021-2022 season. Norway's skiing association had already moved to ban Russian and Belarusian skiers from competitions in the country regardless of what conclusion FIS should come to. World Kirling has removed the European Curling Championships 2022 from the Russian city of Pem. The sports governing body also moved to introduce a new new rule which allows for the removal of a team or member association if it's deemed to put participants or an event at a risk. If the rule receives no objection, then the World Curling Federation will begin the process of removing the Russian Curling Federation entries from the upcoming world, world Championships, the International Skating Union, the International Ice Hockey Federation suspended all Russian and Belarusian national teams and clubs from participation in every age category in all international ice hockey federation competitions or events. So the the effects as I've outlined across all the associations that fall within the International Olympic Committee and sports is being felt across board. Remember, soccer and sports is a universal language that is a vector for peace, unity, friendship, And solidarity in the last few days has definitely been a very tough one for our friends from Russia, but most importantly, for the people of Ukraine. And we're using this platform to educate our cherished audience and listeners on what the situation is in terms of sports and how it's affecting athletes and officials from both countries and what the sanctions are, especially to Russia and Belarus. In terms of, of FIFA, it's not just the stock markets and oil prices that have been affected by the Russian invasion of Ukraine, but also the sports industry. And like I've already outlined from all the key associations under the IOC in my earlier, 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 earlier statement, it shows, and following Vladimir Putin's announcements of military action, Russia is facing expulsion on all major sporting fronts due to the fallout and sporting bodies across the world are taking guidance from national governments in the wake of the invasion. I'm giving you a breakdown of how the invasion has impacted sports in both countries and what it means for hosting of major sporting events. The UEFA Champions League, St. Petersburg, Was scheduled to host the 2022 UEFA Champions League final on Saturday, the 28th of May. But following an emergency meeting, the European football's governing body has confirmed that the match will now be played at the Stade de France in Paris. The final was due to be held at the Gazprom Arena due to the title sponsorship deal the Russian energy giant, the 68,000 capacity stadium in Putin's home city also hosted games at the 2018 FIFA World Cup and UEFA's Euro 2020 tournament. The Russian Football Union RFU president Alexander Zhukov said he could not support the move However, Alexander serves on UEFA's executive committee, and the CEO of Gazprom, the subsidiary Gazprom Neft, added, and I quote: "We believe the decision was dictated by political reasons. The RFU has always adhered to the principle of sports is out of politics." Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said it was a shame that such a decision has been made however he went on to told reporters gathered at kremlin that saint petersburg could have provided all favorable conditions to hold this festival of soccer it is the third year running the champions league final venue has been moved the 2020 and 2021 finals were switched because of the pandemic. In terms of sponsorship deals, Gazprom and Aeroflot. I'm going to give my cherished audience a bit more details about these huge companies and the sponsorship deals and the association they have with sports and with soccer. Russian energy firm Gazprom, is a major sponsor of European football including the UEFA Champions League. UEFA is facing mountain pressure and went on to terminate its ties with the energy giant. German club Schalke 04 have also moved to cut ties with Gazprom. Schalke, one of Germany's biggest football teams, have removed the name of sponsors Gazprom from their shirts in england premier league giants manchester united have terminated the sponsorship agreement it had with russian airline aeroflot as part of russian sanctions aeroflot has been banned from trading in the uk in a statement issued by manchester united and i quote in the light of events in ukraine We have withdrawn Aeroflot sponsorship rights. We share the concerns of our fans around the world and extend our sympathies to those affected. Football in Ukraine and Russia, how it has affected the domestic league in both countries. Ukraine's domestic football league was meant to restart as at the time the conflict started. After the post-winter break, but now games have been paused for a minimum of 30 days, and the league issued this statement. After the imposition of martial law in Ukraine, the championship draw has been suspended. The Ukrainian Football League said this. Dynamo Kiev, one of Ukraine's biggest clubs, issued this statement, proclaimed their resistance to the invasion we are on our land and will not give it to anyone the club stated for us the truth for us is victory we will definitely win and ukrainians from across the disputed regions will be proud that they are citizens of a great state called ukraine UEFA also confirmed that Russian and Ukrainian clubs and national teams competing in UEFA competitions will be required to play their home games at neutral venues until further notice. Spartak Moscow will be affected as they are still in the Europa League and they will play RB Leipzig over two legs. And like I said in my earlier position, they've been thrown out of the competition so is the russian grand prix formula one and so it is with the olympic games and all the associated events however there's one key information i would like to share with my cherished audience and listeners fifa announced temporary employment and registration rules foreign players and coaches will be allowed to temporarily leave Russian and Ukrainian Premier League clubs what does this mean it means fifa has temporarily suspended the contracts of foreign players and coaches in ukraine and will allow same for foreign players and coaches in russia who can't reach an agreement with their clubs and these players will be able to register with new clubs by the 7th of April without a penalty. Again, FIFA announced Poland will receive a bye to the World Cup qualifying final for Path B and will face the winners of the game between Sweden and Czech Republic. Poland were originally scheduled to face Russia in March later this year. Earlier today, an amazing moment at Elland Road. An emotional Andre Yamelenko was holding back the tears as he celebrated his goal. The whole ground stood to applaud. A win for West Ham and a goal for Andre Yamelenko. How he manages to focus and play, let alone come on and score is beyond me i'm sure ukrainians are incredibly proud of him especially at this turbulent and difficult times and talking of oligarchs and russian sanctions one key club that is facing the effects of all this is chelsea and in our subsequent episodes i'll give a detailed explainer on the situation and where Chelsea is as a club and where and what the future holds for Chelsea but at the moment it's definitely not looking good for Chelsea as a football club and I'll just give a brief explainer already Chelsea shirt sponsor the mobile phone three has also cut ties with Chelsea as a club. They've cut ties with Chelsea as a club, and also a number of 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 items and restrictions has been placed on Chelsea. This is just a few that I can name. At home games, Chelsea are allowed to spend up to five hundred thousand. Pounds on security, catering, and stewarding. For away games, they are only allowed to spend up to £20,000 on travel. No expenditure allowed on new works or refurbishments. They can also not sign new players or renew contracts. They've also had their bank accounts with the Barclays Bank, frozen. And in the light of that, they've also had a number of its sponsors pulling out. They've also had a number of its sponsors pulling out. So after 90 years, 19 years of ownership, Abramovich also announced, just before the UK government sanctioned him, the incredibly difficult decision to sell Chelsea in the best interest of the club. Now, as per the sanctions from the UK government, the British government is going to take charge of the entire process of selling Chelsea football club. The premiership board have also gone on over the weekend to remove Roman Abramovich as a director of the club. Chelsea defender Antonio Rudiger <clears throat> looks increasingly likely to leave Chelsea at the end of his contract this summer as a result of the current situation Chelsea finds itself because Chelsea cannot sign new players. I'm going to share this with my cherished audience and listeners. The A3 Statement and what their spokesperson had to say. In the light of the government's recently announced sanctions, we have requested Chelsea Football Club temporarily suspend our sponsorship of the club, including the removal of our brand from shirts and around the stadium until further notice. We recognize that this decision will impact the many Chelsea fans who follow their team passionately. However, we feel that given the circumstances and the government sanctions that is in place, it is the right thing to do. As a mobile network, the best we can support the people of Ukraine is to ensure refugees arriving in the UK from the conflict and customers currently in Ukraine can stay connected to the people who matter to them. Therefore, we are offering connectivity packages to all Ukrainians arriving in the UK and those in Ukraine. That is the three spokesperson statements and the official statement from the mobile telecommunication giants. The full statement of the Premier League board sanctioning or removing or removing Roman Abramovich's name as owner of Chelsea Football Club. I will also share that details with my charity. Following the imposition of sanctions by the UK government, the Premier League board has disqualified Roman Abramovich as a director of Chelsea Football Club. The board's decision does not impact on the club's ability to train and play its fixtures. As set out under the terms of a license issued by the government, which expires on the 31st of May 2022. This is what the official statement of the Premier League Board had to say. So that is it in terms of the effects of what is happening globally across the world and how It is affecting athletes and officials and competitions associated with the conflict. At this point, if any of my cherished audience or listeners would want to contribute to the program, you have the opportunity to do so. Otherwise, we'll wrap up with the show. As always, it's been fun. It's been great coming your way with today's episode and very emotional one on the FIFA World Cup show where we, we delved on the Ukraine crisis, which sports have banned Russian athletes and what it means for sports in both countries. Until the same time, again, when we come your way later on in March with the last set of qualifiers for the FIFA World Cup 2022, Shadow to take place in Qatar. It's bye for now. I wish you all a blissful week and a beautiful and fruitful working week in the new day and the days ahead. It's bye for now.